close out the year and our How Do We Get Here series by talking about the problem of hurry. So many of us are always in a rush, constantly feeling behind and hesitant to slow down. And today, we dig into why. We talk about the lies that may be fueling our frantic pace, share how this nonstop sense of urgency is hurting us, and wrap it up by sharing a few ways we can overcome hurry sickness and live at a comfortable and sustainable pace. Thanks for being here. Hi, I'm Becky, the host of the Girl on a Hill podcast, where we encourage you to stop hiding, start shining, and to be the woman you were created to be. You can download Girl on a Hill podcast on your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Thanks for listening, and now let's head to the hill. Hey, welcome to Girl on a Hill, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That is my husband. He is with me, um, because it is literally Christmas Eve. It's The sun is going down. Yeah. It's almost almost sunset, so... It's almost... It's a wonderful lifetime. It'd be... It would be Christmas in some cultures. But, uh, so as soon as we're done recording, we're going to go start our family traditions. But that's why David is here, because it would be kind of unreasonable to ask the girls to record on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. But we're here... And we are bringing you... It's not unreasonable for you to ask your husband. No, because you love me. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you agreed. <laughs> and you, you picked the day. Yep. Uh, so uh, this is the last episode, not only of 2022, but the last episode in the How Did We Get Here series. Okay. So, um, and this was actually the very first topic that I thought of when planning it out. Um, and no laughing from you, because I need it. Um, is it How, how Did We Get Four Kids? Gross. No. Um, gross. I wasn't being like, wasn't being gross. Okay, this is a PG show. Um, I thought about the whys, why behind why we're stressed and burnout, um, and why I'm stressed and burnout, and the feeling of always being in a rush jumped to my mind. So, yes, he's, yes. How did we get to burnout? Why are we always in a rush? Yes, that's kind of the whole series is how did we get to this burnt, stressed out, mm-hmm. I am mentally overwhelmed and like always being in a rush being hurried i thought was a pretty big contributor so today we're talking about hurry and believe it or not i don't have a definition today so everyone out there that lives for the becky definitions i'm sorry it's It's fairly obvious one i think what her i know but i usually like to come up with ones that really punch you in the gut that really makes me happy but um to be in a rush okay you might think you might not struggle with hurry you might be like well that's not really for me Mm mm-hmm but for me, like even saying or thinking about the word slow, it causes a reaction. Yeah. We're, we're different people. Right? hmm Yeah. Like I was thinking, okay, my nostrils flare even as I start to think about things like slow drivers. Mm-hmm. I well, know that's a sticking point for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's torture. And it's just wrong. It, it, like it's, a, it's against the law if you're going to be going slow in the fast lane. You're breaking the law. This is one of David's soapboxes. But even like some of our neighbors, I'll say, drive like they're on a country stroll. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Or like elderly people telling stories with details you don't care about. Like, and there's so-and-so's name and they lived on. What was that street? And then they think of the street for like 15 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Um, or Or your dad reading the Bible story on Christmas morning and you just want to get to the stockings. Yeah. 
I know David has a lot of fun kind of, we, now I kind of join in torturing our kids on Christmas. Like, I got to make the coffee and get the cinnamon mm-hmm. rolls out. And they're just dying. Oh, just teaching them patience. Right. Yeah. So. It's kind of fun. They'll it do it to fun. their kids yeah. someday. Mm-hmm. Or like a three-year-old insisting on zipping their own coat. And like all of those things, I want to throw back my head and moan and yell, hurry up. And they're like, they're not even happening to me right now. But I feel angst mm-hmm. thinking about them. So what happens for you when you hear the phrases like step back, slow down, take your time? For me, it sounds impossible. Mm, I didn't write that down. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's like I would love to. I actually would really enjoy slowing down. Mm-hmm. But just as feel felt like, you can't. like I, I can't do that for a long time now. So Yeah. See, I wrote at first, it kind of feels like appealing. Like, oh, like a, like a longing in my soul. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that sounds great. But then when I think about it, I put my stress and doubt and guilt start screaming. Now. Um, doubt? Yeah, like self-doubt. Like, oh. are you good enough? Like, um, And I want to start yelling at myself, like, no, I need to hurry. I need to go fast. Because if you're not going fast, you won't get it all done. There isn't enough time. You won't be able to do everything you want to do. And then you'll fail and you let everyone down and you prove you're not good enough. You read that really fast. Exactly. See, <laughs> that's one of my signs later. You may struggle with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am, I always have been a fast talker. Mm-hmm. And I think this has been a childhood lifelong thing. But the idea of even slowing down long enough to take a breath gives me feelings. What kind of feelings? Let's talk about your feelings. Oh, now you want to talk about your our feelings. feelings. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't say my feelings. <laughs> That's my favorite. This is like our marriage funny bit. Mm. That's my favorite question to ask, like right as we're about to turn off the light at night. And I do it to be a total pest. Mm-hmm. Like, so you want to talk about our feeling? <laughs> just, just. Good night. Mm-hmm. So I really want to get to the lies we believe that have made us embrace hurry. Okay. Now. I want to say this, especially because you're here and I know you'll want to dive into some that I don't have on my list. I want to acknowledge them, but we can't do anything about them. So we're not going to really get into them because there are reasons that have helped promote the hurried I have no patience state that we're in that exist outside of us, like instant access to information, Mm -hmm. instant replies to communication, Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. Our children will never know card catalogs or having to like mail a letter and wait for a reply like like we were i was using that example of ordering stuff on amazon and like how things used to be Mm. you used to put something in the mail if you were ordering something you know from some catalog you put it in the mail and send it off and never have really any assurance that it was was coming actually ever going to come Mm -hmm. but you just trusted that it would and it did yeah so like those things totally contribute and have taken away our ability to grow our patience muscles. Mm-hmm. But we can't really do anything about them. So I'm interested in... Well, we could choose to not use Amazon Prime. Right. <laughs> what I'm interested in, though, is what we can do something about. Because we're not going back to card catalogs or carrier pigeons. So uh, one from my childhood is the the lie that fastest is first. Um. Where, like the turtle in the hair, or the tortoise in the hair. I have that written down later, so come back to that. Okay. But um, where everything is a competition, and I want to win. So, um, so that was a lie that really fueled me. And then I was thinking about it as I was studying, like not everything is a race, though. Like driving, 
looking at you in there. <laughs> what are you looking at me for? Huh, I don't know. Um, eating. Like how often do we just wolf through our food and like mm-hmm. do we even taste it? Or put like conversations. Yeah, it's really hard to have conversations sometimes because yeah. just like, I want to get on to the other things. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of other things that I that are important that need to get done and I don't have time to sit here and talk to you. Exactly. Or we're just listening to them. We're not really listening. We're listening to reply or to get make our point and move along. So I feel like... Or listening just enough to feel like they've been heard. Mm-hmm. So that to, you're not the jerk. But to also try to wrap up the conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Totally. I don't know what that... That sound came on last night, too. Okay. We're, there's a In real the weird sound. It kind of yeah. sounds like the taboo buzzer. Is being it's the freezer being pushed? Okay, it's odd, but if you you probably can't hear it. Um, so sometimes people who are struggling with hurry have a hard time determining when the hustle is necessary and when it isn't. So you don't everything's not a competition, mm-hmm. and you are not the best if you finish whatever it is first. That's really hard for me to say because I <laughs> don't necessarily believe it. Okay, another one is that. The lie that speed allows us to do more and more is always better. I have to do all the things every day, all the time. Yeah, or is is more better than better? And do we really have to do all the things? No. Every single little tradition. Yeah, it's... Mm -hmm. This one, I put, this could look like constantly multitasking, to the point that the thought of doing only one thing at a time feels unbearable. Did you know that you can't actually multitask? I did. And I actually have that in my solutions where okay. it's just, um, but that's another really hard thing to wrap your brain around. Because it, we've been told for a long, long time, oh, yeah. multitask, you got to make the best use of well, your Well, and that's time. what the smart, efficient, good mm-hmm. workers do. Um, okay. So I, and this is really similar that a busy jam packed day is the only kind of day that matters. And I think that's fueled by, you know, an achievement identity. I am what I get done. Looking at my fellow list lovers out there. I make lists, but I don't really love the list. See, now there's, I'm, I'm not attacking you, Jolene. I just know you're with me in spirit where we love our to-do list. Remember that nutball to-do list I used to make that had all the categories? No. Oh, I'm glad. Must have blocked it out of my memory. You should. I've mellowed. But where it's just, I have to get, I'm worth more, and I have to prove to you that it's worth me being home, not making money by doing 43 things in a day. Uh-huh. Kind of a thing. Okay. This one, um, getting from point A to point B is the only thing that matters. To heck with the journey. Yeah. there's You miss out on a lot if you just are focused on the destination. Mm-hmm. And... Eventually, if you're just focused on the destination, the only destination that's you know coming is death. death. So you're gonna miss out on everything. Yeah. Like that's the only final place that we all get to, right? So yeah, it's. I've been thinking a lot about being present and like so that's because it's easy to be like, oh well, it'll be so much easier when, mm-hmm. or we can relax when. Mm-hmm. But you're here right now. This is your life today. Yeah, and then the the longer you wait for when the longer it's going to take to get here. I'm just tired. I want to enjoy today. Mm-hmm. No matter what today, if it's crazy or chaos or you don't like it, well, you're never going to like it. It's just life. Roll with it. This is a big one. The lie that I am behind. I put, sometimes you are behind. 
I mean, like if you if it's like a work or a school, like that's a real like students listening, you might actually be behind. Mm-hmm. But that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people like me who kind of make their own schedule and plan things three years in advance and still feel behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're not behind if you just got the assignment and it's due in two months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's talking to me and our oldest daughter. <laughs> yes. Um, and I think this can also apply to like bigger life things where you can feel like there's a schedule I'm supposed to be on and a timetable I'm supposed to fit into. And then I feel like sometimes you can end up rushing stuff God has for you that you're not meant like, well, I'm 35 and I'm, I'm not married. So then you settle for some bum instead of waiting for maybe who. Um, So you might feel constantly rushed or anxious or have a feeling of urgency to get things done when there is no need. And that's something I have really had to work at. David tells me that all the time. Everything is not urgent. I do? Yes. Oh. You do. I listen once in a while. Maybe I should listen to myself. I know. See, that's what these podcasts (laughs) where I like hate my own words sometimes. So one thing uh, we do on the pod that I've come to appreciate sometimes, even though it's hard, is we draw attention to the things that we're already doing that indicate something needs to change. So I'm referencing psychcentral.com. Here are some signs that you may be rushing through your life. Like psychology, not psych. <laughs> okay. Right? I'm guessing. <laughs> yes. Okay. The psychology The website. psych central might be kind of a fun <clears throat> site to go to if it was oh. like psych. Does anyone still say psych? Our kids know. would probably Somebody be so embarrassed. To. They, they were teaching me new words. Anyway, okay. There's like a cacophony of crows outside. I don't even know what's happening. They're <laughs> celebrating Christmas. Okay, so how many of these think at home do you do? Um, and I am right there with you in the boat of conviction. Rushing through your tasks. Feeling irritable when there's a delay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interrupting or talking over people. Running through your to-do list in your head. And that's constantly not, I mean, once that's reasonable, but uh, treating everything like a race, always feeling behind schedule, continuously multitasking, always having a sense of urgency. You're going to look at me on this <laughs> walking unusually fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you give me grief for walking fast. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Um, talking unusually fast. Today, this is funny. So, uh, we've been reading this Advent storybook, mm-hmm. and and we were finishing it up today with my fifth and sixth grader. And right, I had like two pages left, and, and our neighbors. You're in. Got to finish the books mode. Yeah, I did. I finished mm-hmm. my whole reading plan today. I finished the Bible today. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. But anyway, our neighbors pulled into the driveway to give us our present, <laughs> and so I was just like, oh, "We're finishing this." And so I was like, "And then tap of the saw the Jotham, and then blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I finished it." And the kids are like, "That was really creepy." <laughs> What happened? How did the book end? It was like, and then Jesus was born. Amen. Merry Christmas. <laughs> anyway. been reading this book for for weeks, weeks. <laughs> and then you just missed the ending. It ends the same way every year. And then uh, this one I added because it is so me, where I always need to be doing something, especially if it's during quote unquote office hours. I don't feel okay sitting on the couch until it's like seven. 
I, I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I cannot handle watching TV during the day, reading for pleasure. Like, nope, got to be doing something worthwhile. That's messed up. I'm not saying that's good. Oh. That's how I live. Good, I'm going to. I know it's messed up. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to timestamp on that one so I can play it back. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say this too. This is so me. Type A's are more at risk because as Masterclass said it, we tend to have schedule and list making habits. Supreme type A's like me, this one's going to just hurt Supreme all the way. A's? Yeah, we're like crazy type A's. Like there's type A and then there's like loons. Like like the like the first place gold star trophy type A? <laughs> yes, I realize I'm being Monica Geller. Okay. <laughs> if there were a competition for the most type yeah. A, yeah, you'd get the trophy. It can be dangerous because a lot of us, especially type A's, hurry and we feel like excessive urgency is just efficient. And for a lot of us, it just feels natural because it's our default. Like we're very used to it. And the thing is that more and more people around us are used to it. I like think about how, how do most people answer the question like, oh, how, how's your week been? Good, busy. Mm-hmm. Everybody says good, busy. Yeah. No Everybody. One says, I was pretty bored this week. Yeah. Looking no one. To do. Everybody says busy. So that's the answer that everybody gives. So I think we have it in our mind that this is just how life is supposed to be. Like we're supposed to be living at an 11 that, I keep going back to that reference we used several weeks ago about if you're going 100 and you take your foot off the gas, you're still going 80. It's like we're just so used to rushing through life that we just don't even realize. Mm-hmm. I don't think though this is how we were meant to operate. You don't? No. Oh. I don't. You think there's a different way? Hush. Maybe a better way? Only because it's Christmas, Slender. <laughs> so I really like this quote, and I don't remember, I did not attribute it, but this is not my wisdom, that impatience is not sustainable. We can't, we can't do it. We can't do it forever. So uh, we're going to talk about ways hurry is harming us and then how we fix it. Okay. Okay. So this is something I keep, my kids are getting sick of me saying this because I keep telling them, they're like, you say this all the time, but our bodies and brains are connected. Yes, they yes, are. Yes, and I'm trying to get this, especially to our teenagers. So As are our spirits. That's deep. <laughs> but like, I want them to learn this now mm-hmm. so they don't turn into me. Um, and there are actually a ton of articles about what medical and emotional professionals are calling hurry sickness. Hmm. Um, and it's, now, to be clear, it's not like a diagnosable condition. Is that like where you get sick, but it's just really fast? No. <laughs> I wish I would like some like of my sicknesses of to be that virus. It's a four hour virus. Yeah, that'd be nice. But it's a lifestyle and behavioral pattern. Um, but the impacts on your total body health are very real. So hurry leads us to or keeps us in perpetual burnout, stress, anxiety and worry, feeling not good enough. And as we've learned all of this before, that impacts your physical health. It Im- interrupts your sleep. Lowers your immune system, causes fatigue, makes you irritable, and then that all creates strain on your relationships. I was talking to someone the other day where they were talking about how busy they'd been and and stressed out they'd been, and that that they're waking up earlier and earlier yeah. with you know you know things on their mind and not able to go back to sleep. Isn't that crazy? Because it feels like I'm just so wiped out. I should sleep so good, but I see this with us and with my kids. Like when we're most stressed out, like you just don't. You're in fight mm-hmm. or flight. All the time. So your Mm -hmm. brain's awake. Okay. Here's another way it harms us. And I think this is interesting and convicting because you probably 
pray this over the kids and like talk to them about it constantly is we're always asking for them to slow down, take your time, do your best. Mm -hmm. You know, whenever they take tests, that's something I'm praying as they're taking the Mm -hmm. test because we'd rather them take their time and not rush rather than rushing to just get it done and checked off. Cause we have a couple of kids where that's their MO mm-hmm. because what happens when you rush? I, I finish faster. <laughs> Smart Alex. What happens when I rush is that I make mistakes. Yeah. Um, and like I'm a naturally clumsy person, but my clumsiness really goes through the roof. You just stop, you know, you stop paying attention to details mm-hmm. that are important and then then yeah. big mistakes can happen. Yeah. So I just found that really interesting as I was writing this down, like, oh, I want that for the kids all the time, but I constantly rush and then I'm spilling or I'm, yeah, it's bad. Mm-hmm. This is from Masterclass. Uh, they put high achievers or those with type A personalities are more likely to experience hurry sickness since their focus is always on constantly accomplishing more. However, this extreme sense of time urgency often leads to burnout, a marked decline in emotional, mental, and occasionally physical health caused by consistently high stress levels. So that kind of just backs up what I was saying. Well, yeah, I mean, I I know stress produces cortisol in the brain, and when you're constantly in that state, you're constantly Mm -hmm. producing cortisol, which actually has very detrimental long-term effects on your brain and your body. So, It's bad. Mm -hmm. Hurry causes you to focus almost entirely on productivity and nothing else. And I have been at fault here a lot because I can be really bottom line and like, let's get down to business and get it done. And sometimes people need that and sometimes that's a benefit, but then sometimes that causes me to push relationships or the fellowship pieces mm-hmm. to the side. I'll see that sometimes, uh, I'll say sometimes the podcast uh, isn't always punctual. And so instead of taking a 10 minutes to stop and visit with my good friends, it's like, dudes, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, and so sometimes it's it's just a matter of prioritizing what's important. I thought you were talking about me posting it punctually. No, I wasn't <laughs> saying a word. Life happens. But... um. Hurry can cause tasks to become more important than people. Mm-hmm. And that, that shouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote this question. But you can control tasks. Mm. You can't control other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Everything comes back to control. <laughs> Here's a quote that you might not like. Um, I Don't take offense. This is from the Huffington Post. We lose patience with those we love who don't move at the same speed. Because we we expect them to rise to meet our speed instead mm-hmm. of slowing to meet theirs. Mm-hmm. Well, and about the same issues. Not not that you're necessarily like a slower, more moving person than I am, but we don't always have the same priorities mm-hmm. or the same cares. So, I am slower. Well, you're way more Type B than I am, mm-hmm. but yeah. Or Type C? Is there a Type C? You could make one up. Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes I'm driven and. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, you know, and you can, you turn it on when you have to. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, um, you're a people or when you have to, mm-hmm. to do it. Here's another one in this so one. On ambivert. Is there like an amba type A? Sure. Amba? Mm-hmm. Amba B? 
<laughs> You're getting all this free out there. This is high quality content. Yes, it is. Thank you so much for being on the pod. Yeah. Uh, okay. This one, you're never present. If you're always rushing to the next task, you're never where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been thinking about that a lot. Like, it's a, an article I read where it said like the marked difference, like if you're going on a road trip between like visiting a place and hurrying through it versus taking the time to like enjoy the surroundings is just such a different experience. Yeah, and we've never really done the slow down, enjoy the national parks thing. We've kind of, we've driven through We've them, driven through them and like seen Yellowstone in four out, two, three, four hours. Mm-hmm. And Grand Canyon mm-hmm. in a couple hours, stop and look. Take and a picture, get back yeah. in the car. But we've never really been the people Savored. Like, oh, let's mm-hmm. let's spend a couple of days here and see what mm-hmm. we can see. Well, even think about, I mean, I, I know how much you love Disneyland, but like how we usually go. I mean, because you're, you're rushing. I Disney walk from, from attraction to attraction to cram as much in. But think about the trip where we went with just ourselves. Without the kids. Mm-hmm. And I remember we took the time to go sit on a bench on Main Street and just eat Dole Whip floats and just soak in the ambiance. And that was just a way different experience. Mm-hmm. Like probably more enjoyable for you. Mm-hmm. I should learn from this. That, that is probably my favorite Disney trip. You should learn from this. <laughs> I'm learning so much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but like think about it. I mean, like the place we're visiting right now is our life. And that hit me like in a moment, like We're it's 3 a.m. Yeah, you're like you're in your life. Like I don't want to be rushing through it to get to the next thing. I want to actually like stop and enjoy my ambiance. Like, like look at it and pay attention to it and not just be like, I got to get to the thing. We're visiting our life instead of living it. And so existential you want to be. Um, This one. So I was when I planned this out, this one, we waited till the end because I was waiting for a book from the library and it. Came available yesterday. Um, and, you know, Ice Storm. Mm-hmm. So, um, but this, it was by John Mark Comer. And he said that hurry is a violence to the soul. I had to sit with that for a while. That I felt that. Like, That's, yeah, all the things that shape our soul aren't hurry. They're slow. Like it takes time for your soul to actually be shaped into something other than what it is in its default state. Yeah, that actually flows perfectly into the next thing I wrote, where he said that love, joy, and peace are all incompatible with hurry. Because you can't rush any of that. Mm -hmm. Love, joy, peace, patience, (laughs) (laughs) kindness. Yes. Yeah, and like if you cut those three things out of your life, what do you have? Mm -hmm. Stress, burnout, anxiety, like where we are. Patience is also translated Mm long-suffering. I heard that. Mm -hmm. Hey. Promo for uh, the coming year, we will be doing Fruits of the Spirit series in 2023. It is on the agenda. I'm You'll excited about that. You have to be that. patient until it exactly, comes. Exactly, exactly, because I don't think it's coming until summer. <laughs> uh, okay, so how do we fix this? Because I don't want to be here. Okay. I, fix me. Well, I can. you can only fix yourself. <laughs> the first thing actually came from you, David. I know. He has big old shocked eyes. What? You tell me this all the time, and you'll be like, I do not. My dad does that all the time, too. I'll remember these, like, deep things he said. And he's like, I don't remember that conversation. I'm like, it was formative, Dad. Anyway, uh, you told me, figure out what is important for today. When I've been really stressed, because sometimes I, sometimes I like it when you fix. Not often. But this was a good, <laughs> this was a good one. 
where you were like, seriously, what do you need to do today when I'm stressed and feel like I'm behind and the world is falling in on me? Okay, what actually has to get done? Because everything isn't urgent. Well, that's how I do my to-do list. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. I don't make a to-do list every day, but I'll look at the things that are that I have to get done in the next several days, mm-hmm. and I put at the top the, the ones that the need most to be important. done today. And what's you know what's the, mm-hmm. if I get these three or four things done, what are the number of things that I can get done today and feel like it was a win? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to here's my list of twenty things that I have to get done this week. If I don't accomplish the whole list in one day, then I failed today. Yeah. That's hard. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it is good. I mean, it is good to to really think about because everything isn't urgent. Do you have to do? every bit of laundry in your entire house today? Sometimes. But not often. Or is it like, okay, no, your kid needs this specific pair of pants mm-hmm. for tomorrow so I can get this load done and then move on. But when you were worried <clears throat> that the power was going to go out, then it well, was that's like, different. well, we need to have clean clothes otherwise. And I got it all done. Yeah, you did. You just learned to push the other mm-hmm. things aside. <clears throat> okay. And this is where multitasking comes back. So knock it off. Stop trying to multitask. It's oh. my next piece of advice. <laughs> You're like, I didn't think I was multitasking. <laughs> I guess I'm watching the screen to make sure no. it's still going. But. So uh, one thing I read said do single tasking. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, like, if you're doing something like laundry, it makes perfect sense to start the washing machine and then go do something else. Oh, right. But you're not really, you're not in the in the machine, like, scrubbing the clothes. Right. But yeah. Yeah, but... So that kind of multitasking where getting one thing going mm. that's going to take some time and then going and doing something right. else, that's fine. But multitasking, is it's just really quick switching but and your brain does yeah. just switching between the two tasks really fast and it actually isn't helpful. Mm-hmm. It diverts attention from one to focus on the other and vice versa. So totally there's true. no such thing. It's totally true. we're not computers. Yeah. And that, it fits exactly what I said. Your mind is in multiple places and therefore you can never be on, be where you are. Mm-hmm. Be holy where you are. Okay, so if you really want to learn to slow down, you actually need to be slower. And I read this on multiple articles, multiple advices, and I don't like it, Like, but they share it. You have to walk slower? Do It said do some of life's daily things slower. It didn't say everything, but do some of, like, eat slower. And that's something I think we could all work on because mm-hmm. we stop noticing when we're full. Walk slower. Take the time to savor the moment and notice your surroundings. Listen to who is talking. Like, carefully read the article. Don't just skim it. Take a mental picture. Aw. Yes. Okay. This one I like, too. It says, carve out small blocks of time for yourself and increase it as it feels comfortable. That's the Huffington Post. So if you are someone like me who's constantly ruled by your to-do list and by having to do more and more and more and more, start learning to take just little blocks of time that's something you enjoy. And I really, really like this quote from the same article. Use that time to reconnect with things you enjoy. Because like we've been talking about on the pod, most of us don't relax in ways that are actually relaxing. Mm -hmm. We scroll and binge. Which is just more stimulation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that, I mean, and that's not actually fun. And what we should be doing to help those of us who struggle with even the concept of relaxing 
is to relax by reconnecting with stuff we actually love to do that we've kind of set aside because we have to do more tasks. So like read or bake or paint or take a walk or take pictures or whatever it is that makes you feel alive. Mm -hmm. Do that. Mm -hmm. And then you'll be like, oh, there is more to life than vacuuming and washing the baseboards and sending out one more email. And it, and it, it takes a choice. Like you have to decide because it's not just going to happen. Yeah. That's what we're, we're dealing with. And we were just talking about earlier today. Like we can keep chasing things and work really hard and double down to try to make things happen. Mm-hmm. Or we can just slow down and be who we are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. More to come on mm-hmm. that too. That's a big one. So, um, I just put you need, we just need to embrace to wrap up, embrace slow living. And that's hard because we have the wrong picture. And I just keep picturing the DMV sloth from Zootopia as what slow is. Mm-hmm. And it's not that. This was my big, my big light bulb moment of the whole thing. <clears throat> was so you don't have to live life at a pace that's uncomfortably slow. But you have to embrace the flip side of that as well. And you can't live life at a pace that's uncomfortably fast. Well, but, but if you're only used to fast, you might have to be uncomfortably slow for i mean any kind of slow is going to feel uncomfortable for some people for me (laughs) ruining my light bulb the big thing is slowing down is about living at a comfortable and sustainable pace Mm -hmm. like what can i keep doing because the pace like we were pace we're often going like you can do it for a time then you're going to fall over and die you can't so we need to get really honest with ourselves and ask, like, am I living at a comfortable pace? Am I living at a sustainable pace? And I put this to, like, when I was speed walking at Multnomah Falls with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I could do it until switch back four or five, but not to the top. I couldn't mm-hmm. get across the finish line. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's a big life lesson, too. Sometimes we can't get to our actual goal because mm-hmm. we're just going too fast. That's the lesson right there, and that is where slow and steady wins the race. That is how I wanted to wrap up. Aesop had it right all along, huh? Yeah, and I always thought that that story was just malarkey. Like, <laughs> I wonder look at the dumb turtle win. Like, come on. I don't, if he hadn't taken a nap, like if he hadn't been arrogant, like he obviously would have won. But, race- but it's, I'm not the fastest person, and I'm not the highest achiever, but there are other there are people who I've talked to who – will say, how do you get so much done? Mm. And uh, they're people that I think are, you know, perfectly high achievers too. But it's, I've just always been the, I just keep working. Yeah. I'm never, I've never been a rusher, never been like, I have to cram everything in right now, but you just keep like the the tortoise, just keep taking steps Mm -hmm. and just keep moving towards what you're trying to accomplish. And I think, yeah, that's the thing. If you keep, doing sustainable living, mm-hmm. then you're not going to a either go to the extremes, be me where it's just like you're rushing and rushing and rushing until you burn out or where you just become the couch potato. Who's just so overwhelmed that they stop trying mm-hmm. and never accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. So if you just keep moving slowly, but surely mm-hmm. and doing what you can actually do that, you know, that's like we're talking honoring your shifting capacity. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. Yep. You can you can slow down. It is allowed. Even if you feel like you can't. You sure. you can slow down. 
Relax is not a bad word. Maybe not a whole day if that feels like too much, but maybe just an afternoon. I'm just going to take three or four hours and slow down for a little bit. That feels like too much. Take 20 minutes. (laughs) Does an afternoon feel like too much for you? Yeah. Like it took me a long time to accept like the 20 minutes to go work out. (coughs) It feels like, oh, that's being selfish. Hmm. So start small. It's okay. Build it up as it feels comfortable. It's good. Put slowing down on your agenda, on your to-do list. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Thank you for being here through this uh, series. It's been it's been a tough one. But I hope it's been good. I hope you've even just had a little bit of conviction as you realized, oh, wow, how did I get here? Anyway, uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And we will be back with you. Uh, and a Happy New Year. In, yeah. Last one of the year. Mm-hmm. Be back with you next year. Go Bucks. Oh, boy. (laughs) Bye, guys. You've been listening to the Girl in a Hill podcast. Please help us out by sharing the podcast with your friends, connecting with us on social media, and leaving a review on Apple Podcast. We're here to climb the hill with you as we all work to stop hiding, start shining, and be the women we were created to be. Join the conversation by connecting with us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Find us at facebook.com slash girl on a hill podcast or instagram.com slash girl on a hill podcast. You'll also want to check out our website, www.girlonahill.com, where we not only share each new podcast episode, but encouraging blog posts and links to any resources shared or talked about on the pod. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.